Forgotten Flicks, episode... What? 90. Over the top, 1987. Mike, I don't care what your grandfather thinks about me, okay? All I care about is you. Now, you lost back there because you beat yourself. You let yourself get beat. I know you can do it. You're a special kid. You're my boy, do you understand? But you're also a spoiled, rich brat who's always had everything done for him. Now it's time to do it for yourself, Mike, and you can do it. Because I'm telling you, the world meets nobody halfway. Do you understand what that means? If you want it, Mike, you gotta take it. Do you hear me? You gotta take it. Hello, 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 and welcome back to Forgotten Flicks. I'm Joel, and joined, as always, even after a six-month sabbatical, after a six months in detox, here he is, ladies and gentlemen, Jason Yonion. I drive truck, break arms, and arm wrestle. That's what I love to do. It's what I do best. You know, How are you tonight, my friend? I am. I am fantastic, and I and I believe you're quoting the movie that we will be discussing in this possibly. Episode. Or I really just love driving truck, breaking arms, and uh, arm wrestling. I so. I figure I figured with your beard, you like doing Kenny Loggins impressions, going to birthday <laughs> parties. <laughs> Because that makes me feel masculine. Because That's- I will warn you now, if you're new to the Forgotten Flicks podcast, well, welcome back. If you were a longtime listener of the Forgotten Flicks podcast, yes, we're up to episode 90, and I don't want to hear anything, oh, wait, I thought you guys already did episode 90. No, that doesn't count. That wasn't a real episode. That was 20 minutes of us, oh, we're doing a new show, and, uh, <laughs> So to those of you who are listeners long time, you listen long time, yeah. welcome back yes. to you as well. And please listen long time. Listen, long time. <laughs> ow, me so horny. Ow, ow. <laughs> yeah, so episode 90, we're back. We're just white and ridiculous. Were you, you going to say black? No, we're, we're white. We're well, clearly. Because really? You really had to tell people that? <laughs> and I don't know about you, buddy. I have a 30-second uh, Cherokee Indian in me, so <laughs> I prefer to go with that. <laughs> Yeah, well. So I'm excited. Yes. How are you? <laughs> I am fantastic. And we've been waiting to do this for a while now, obviously. Yes, we had a yep. six month break. Quite frankly, after two years of doing Forgotten Flicks, we needed to reassess. And we, I, I, do you want to tell them how close we came to shutting down the shop? Um, I don't think we actually came close to shutting it down. I think, honestly, uh, we, we took a break. We revamped. We came up with a second show. Um, which we're still doing. So for those of you who are fans of our, we're still our coming. We're still show, wait, wait, wait. So we're, we're we're still coming up with the second show, or we're we're doing. Yeah, it? we're still inventing it. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, we we will. We're hoping twenty twenty. Yep. Uh, we'll we'll have it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but our second show off script. Uh, I think we we recognize that when we were doing um, Forgotten Flicks at the end of last year, we we really had a lot of other stuff we wanted to talk about, a lot mm-hmm. of contemporary movies and stuff. So that still exists. 
But that's our outlet. Yep. For that's what we needed. Honor. Yep. Yes. We recognized that after so many months of being off, we really, really missed talking about our forgotten films of our youth and uh, uh, and so, being snarky and generally obnoxious, which we really don't need a podcast to do. <laughs> but. No, but it certainly gives us a good excuse. <laughs> yes, yes, because we need that. We need an excuse. We really do not no. need an excuse. No. So, I know uh, I don't. So we're back on top. We're back over the top. Oh, yeah. We figured this is a good title for us. And we are back with a comeback movie for the comeback podcast. And I will warn you all now. I told I confessed something to Jason today and something to my wife last night. And the fact that she didn't leave me after confessing this speaks volumes. <laughs> I've actually secretly been waiting to do this particular movie since we started two over two years ago. I've been wanting to do I, this movie. And there's one I, reason why, Jason. I, I think this has been on our list twice and got bumped. Yeah. I don't remember why I got bumped, actually. No, I mean, I just just for the course of we had other films that fit the time period or fit the uh, time of season. But this we've talked about it for a while, but yeah. this has been bumped for but a number not, of years. But there's a reason why I wanted to do this movie. Oh, yes. And I'm not going to give it away yet. No, nope, not yet. But I'll give you a hint. I'm just going to give you a hint. Let me know when you're ready to give it to us. Okay. Just hold off. Okay. I'll give you a hint. Okay. Well, maybe not. Maybe not. I'll just, I'll, uh, I'll wait. save it. Yeah, I think you should save it. Yeah. I think you should totally, Mm -hmm. totally save it. Save it for later. Okay. 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 So. Okay. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. So I think, um, because we, you know, we've kind of done our gushing. We're, we're happy to be back, you know. Okay. Um, that we're, you know, we're just kind of talking through things mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, we're, we're ready to get people back into the, into the rhythm, into the groove. When we put emotions on the line, know that we are the timeless one. What the hell does that mean? I'm just going to throw it out there. Know that we are the timeless ones. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I think we should go into the trailer. Oh, and we probably also, since it has been a while, we probably should warn people, uh, this, sto- <laughs> this show is spoilerific. <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, just in case you aren't aware of what that really means, we, um, we have a public service announcement that will tell you. The following segment of Forgotten Flicks will contain information so pertinent to the film that, if you have not yet seen it, may ruin your viewing experience. So if you plan to see this film, please consider resuming the episode only after you've viewed the film, which you can find at Netflix Streaming. We now return you to Forgotten Flicks, already in progress. So that's your warning, folks. One and only. Because honestly, you don't want this movie spoiled. Because it's not like if you've seen any of the Rocky movies, you've seen this movie. And it's not like no, if no, you replaced no, no. Adrian with a kid, a little boy, that it's pretty much the same movie. No, no, no. 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 No, no. You ready for not. the trailer, my friend? You ready for, um, the tra- ready for the trailer, maybe? Hmm? I, I think so. Okay. I think so. Just a little, little, little tease. A little bit ready. You know, um, just a little tease. Just, just a little bit. Okay. okay. Now for the trailer. Stallone is Lincoln Hawk, out to be the best arm wrestler in the world. Out to regain the love of the son he left ten years ago. All I care about is you. 
You're my boy. <laughs> but there's one man that stands in his way. He deserted your wife and your son. We're tearing us apart. Rocky, Rambo, Cobra. <laughs> now, Hawk in the biggest fight of his life. Stallone, a one-man gang in the action-blasting, chart-busting Hall of Fame. See my boy. Let no one and nothing stand in his way. You think you can come in here and destroy my home and take Michael with you? Damn you! Damn you. To be the best. Get in here! Come on! You've got to go. This is over. I'm coming to get Over the top. Okay, how you do it? Do it! Stock up now, because when Sly's back, so are your customers. And Stallone's back in Over the Top. Rocky, Rambo, Cobra, Lincoln Hawks in the, in the fight of his life. I mentioned those other three that have nothing to do with this movie because this movie bombed. Like no. Hiroshima. Damn you. <laughs> yeah. Damn you. No. Damn yeah. you. No, you gotta do the slide, the understated. No. Damn you. <laughs> and when this movie comes out, your customers will be yes. back. I had to play this. They've apparently all run away. <laughs> yes, I know, yeah. Back. Yeah, just so you know, your mom and pop video store <laughs> will finally have a customer. <laughs> because it's 2013 and you're still renting VHS. But lucky oh. for you, we're re-releasing over the top on VHS. So your <laughs> customers will finally be back. <laughs> I had to play that trailer. It may be the best trailer we've ever played. It's a I promo so. trailer for a video store when they were trying to get them to actually buy, you know, in bulk the new movie that was coming out, which in this case was over the top. I actually cut off like 30 seconds off the beginning just because it played better that way. But mm -hmm. yeah, that was pretty great. Your <laughs> customers will finally be back. I love how if you really pay attention, he never talks about over the top being a big hit. He mentions all the other Sly Stallone movies that up to that point had been huge hits. So that's why he does the Rambo, Rocky, Cobra. Cobra. Yeah. Yeah, the all-time action box office champ, Stallone. Not this movie, not Lincoln Hawk. <laughs> but they're all mm, somehow connected. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's great. So, Jay, yeah. would you like to maybe, I don't know, um, give us a little spoiler? No, well, sorry, <laughs> synopsis? <laughs> um, fair warning, we already told you, if you haven't seen this movie, go out and watch it. It is on Netflix Instant right now. So um, I am, however, convinced that uh, Reed Hastings, the CEO of Netflix, listens to our show because every time we seem to announce what movie we're going to be talking about, it disappears off of Netflix Instant. So see, see hear, hear that, Kevin Bacheldeo? <laughs> that is why, that is why the schedule was never kept up with, purely because we did, we couldn't trust Netflix. It, it was, was paranoia. It was I blame Reed. Mm -hmm. So um, love I to have you on the show sometime, Reed. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> um, no, not really. Not really. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, yes, this is a story of Lincoln Hawk, played by Sylvester Stallone, who is totally a not a made up name. Totally, not at all. no. It's not masculine. There's nothing to do with America. No, nope. uh, Lincoln That's, Eagle. Link, I mean Hawk. Lincoln. Um, well, Lincoln was one of the most. Uh, I don't know. Uh, stalwart and uh, 
strong presidents we've ever had. And uh, he, he's skinny too. Yeah, he was very skinny, very tall, liked hats. Um, so he sort of looked he, like uh, a dirty Q-tip or something you'd clean a chimney with. But <laughs> of course, a hawk is a bird, like an eagle, a bird of prey. Bird of America. Bird of uh, of America. <laughs> So, uh, no symbolism there. We didn't Not try at all. We didn't try and come up with the most uh, manly American name possible for a guy who was, I don't know, Rambo. <laughs> right. Um, so he is a long haul trucker who, from what we understand in the beginning, uh, is going to pick up his son at a military academy at the graduation, which he's late for, and appears to be wearing a pair of suspenders over his shirt, which over, gets over him his... more odd looks. Interestingly enough, he gets more weird looks from his suspenders and tie combo than he gets from his big tractor truck mm. pulling up one uh, of, into the middle of the street. Proving great minds take a light. One of my notes I wrote down is, why the hell do all the parents react to him that way? Well, it was interesting because, of course, he shows up to pick up his son, which we find out. He's had no place in his son's life. He he ran mm-hmm. away for some mm-hmm. reason. His uh, his Me- meaning Lincoln. Wife, Lincoln Lincoln ran away, or you could say Lincoln ran away. Or Not flew the, kid, the coop. He, you could say yeah, he flew yeah. the coop. Yeah, sorry. He he. Uh, I guess when his son was born, he yeah. left and uh, was just stayed out on the road. But mm-hmm. his wife, I guess, is still his wife because he calls her his wife, um, even though it's been ten years. Yep, yep. Uh, Twelve. Oh well, no, he's been gone for ten. He left when the boy was two. Oh, okay. So we left yes. when boy was two. Okay. Which, if so you've ever Susan, been around a two-year-old, you'd know why he left. Um. Yeah, I left for like six years, so yeah, huh. not that bad. Well, but... think about it. Our show was two years old. We left for six months. <laughs> this is this is math. I mean, this is true. Yeah. So, um, so his wife, Christina, who's played by Susan Blakely, mm-hmm. um, who she who was in my is mom sick. is a werewolf. What's that? She was in my mom is a werewolf. Oh, yes. Uh, yes, classic. that was... Uh, That's yeah. a classic. <laughs> I remember yes. pay-per-view. Remember how pay-per-view used to have the... I'm glad we don't do tangents anymore now that we have off-script. And remember how you would just... They had that, like, the pay-per-view channel, and they would just play the trailers in a big loop? Oh, Do you remember that yes. back in the day? And yep. I, that's my mom is a werewolf I always remembered playing. And yep. Lord of the Flies, the remake. That one's another <laughs> one I always remember. Yeah, there's a, the Stepfather 2, that was another one that was always on there. Good days, yep. good times. Um, easy Riders, which may or may not have had nothing to do with the 1969 Dennis Hopper, Peter Fonda classic and more to do with softcore pornography. Um, <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Susan Blakely, who is most well known for her TV work uh, and thinks she's on TV, but she plays the wife who is dying, right? Oh, really? She was. She was dying. I didn't catch that. From something they I never they never point, described. You no, know, it's something to do with heart surgery towards the end, we realize, but she realizes that her son needs to get to know her father. Yes. But what we don't realize at this point is that up till now, mm. her father. Yes. The grandfather played by the been, great. Uh yes, by played by Robert Logia. Yeah, Logia. Mm-hmm. Uh, Who talks like is, this in every damn scene he's in? <laughs> he does. I love him as the general in um, 
Independence Day. So oh, that's right, he was in that. Uh, you, you ever see Innocent Blood, the John Landis vampire no, flick? No, I don't think so. It's Don, no. it's, it's a vampire comedy, kind uh-huh. of. Yeah, no, nope. he's in that. No, okay. he's a mafioso um, type. But he has the same very, he has very same voice, same character actor. Anyway, he's the rich grandfather who's been raising Michael this whole time, the, yes. the boy. And so Sylvester Stallone, his Lincoln Hawk character, shows up to the graduation at mm-hmm. this, what's supposed to be a prestigious, rich military academy, mm-hmm. driving his shitty old tractor trailer. It, it reminded me of thing. the dual truck without the. The tanker on the back. Yes. Yes. <laughs> really and it had a big brush guard on it. Yeah. Yeah. So funny thing, he shows up to this elite military academy to the security gate and say, mm-hmm. and the security gates, whoa, 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 delivers are in the back. And he's like, no, no, I'm here to pick up Michael Cutler. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. He doesn't even pause. Well, can, I be, can we be fair? This was before 9 11. Like, oh, right. Because that was. <laughs> Um, because nobody got kidnapped. No, it was, they were, it was the 80s. Very safe yes. time. It was. Very and, safe um, time. No. <laughs> um, drives in and he parallel parks or kind of pulls Which in is impressive. between Jaguars and yes. uh, uh, Rolls Royces and everything. Mm-hmm. He gets out. And if you watch, f- people are walking by because <laughs> it's a big day. Yeah. Well, no. He gets a couple like one or two side glances, but not anything major. It's not until he's actually walking through campus with his suspenders and shirt on, which really didn't look that bad. Even says the guy who would wear it. I would. Then he gets really ugly stink eyes. I'm like, why are you looking at him like that now? I mean, he's not that bad. So, um, anyway, he he shows up and his mom had had set it up so that Michael has to ride back with him uh, back to his house. So back so to cross wherever, country. Uh, you know, what? very, very similar to Dutch. Another movie we've covered. Uh, yes. Except instead of it being a stepdad, it's a deadbeat dad who ran away to live a life of long haul trucking. This the movie, in Alaska. Is this the movie of unanswered character motivations and plot points? And the reason why I say that. We don't know exactly what the mother's dying of. We don't know exactly why Hawk left to begin with or really why he's back other than she just contacted well, him. We, we, we don't know that they actually got a divorce. We don't know that. All right. We, yep. we, 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 hold on. What did Robert Logie's character do for a living? Oh, hold on. Hold on. We'll get to that. Let me finish this up. So as they start going cross country to meet up with mom and, yes. and assumably grandpa again, uh, we find out that Lincoln Town car. Is, act- yeah, is actually an arm wrestler, mm. and he is apparently one that is well-known. So as they go back, they build a story that Lincoln Hawk is a arm wrestling kind of guy yes. who's built a reputation who goes to Las Vegas towards the end to compete for – Fifty thousand dollars or hundred thousand. No, yeah, it was like a hundred grand, and then the hundred grand and a new tractor, a new truck. Yeah, uh, yeah new semi. Yep, big rig. Now that big yep, rig was how same. much? The big rig was it worth a quarter? Of, at some point, something was worth a quarter of a million. Was that the one that Robert Loggia attempts to buy uh, him maybe off? Maybe that's the one he tried to give him. Yeah, yeah I think but, it was like a hundred. The one day he would win, it was like a hundred forty thousand dollar big rig plus a hundred grand or something like yep. that. So like a quarter million dollar prize. Something like that. Mm-hmm. I did the math because at one point he goes to bet on himself yeah. 
He bets seven thousand dollars. It's a twenty to one. Which, odds. by the way, if he has such a reputation as a badass, why are the odds so stacked against him? Uh, we'll get to that. So um, <laughs> anyway, he he's traveling cross country. He's trying to bond with his boy, who is totally uh, open open to that. Yep, and uh, so hijinks ensue. Yes, uh, with shenanigans. Stuffy. Uh, yeah, very, very good idea. Dutch is actually pretty close yeah, uh, because yeah, you got the it. idea of the stuffy rich if, boy. Wait, wait, if you took Dutch, mixed it with Rocky, but not Rocky one, more like uh, the some the, the I love Rocky three and four, but there's a cheese factor there. Mix it with those. Yeah. Definitely mix it with those. Replace Adrian with a what is supposed to be what a 13 year old boy <laughs> and <laughs> mix in big rigs yeah. and no humor on purpose anyway and you have this movie and you have it okay so uh that's pretty much it i won't give away the ending yet we'll get to that so that's oh, yeah, we'll give idea. it away before it's over <laughs> that's the idea. does he win does he not win Ooh. will the boy confirm his affections will it get creepy inquiring minds want to know <laughs> so yeah so um let me ask you this before we get into the our thoughts on the movie yeah when was the last time you saw this movie that you can recall? Should I lie or tell you the truth and be ashamed? No, straight up. It was released in 1987 Ye- to theaters. Yep. Right. Yep, yep. I did not see it in theaters. Okay. I did. I don't remember seeing it in theaters either. I think this was definitely. An well, HBO we would, we would or... have definitely been in the majority um, for yes. that because, because no one else did either. So this was uh, uh, um, 1987. When did you see it last? Probably three, four, three, four years ago. Okay. When did you see it first? Do you remember? Hmm. Actually, I want to say this is a movie I didn't see for a like. I don't think I saw it in any of my teenage years. Mm-hmm. I, I may have already been with my wife when I finally saw it. So maybe my late teens, early twenties. I'm going to guess somewhere in there. It was definitely not a Stallone movie that I, I don't remember. Now that's not, that's not true. No, I think I, it was one of those that I might've caught bits of, or, or occasionally on HBO and mainly, okay. and I knew meet me halfway was in it and all that kind of thing. But yeah. I don't, re, I actually think seeing it from beginning to end, I don't think it was till it's probably my early twenties. I'm guessing, but that okay. about right. I actually remember seeing this many times or at least a couple of times yeah. when it was running on the movie channels. Yeah. Uh, you know, HBO Cinemax over and over again. Um, but I have not seen it in many years. I'm going to say at least 20. Wow. No, for me, it's been like 15, three, 15, <laughs> maybe four. Yeah. Right. So it's, it's been a while um, for me and not so much for you. So, <laughs> Can I, can I real quick, before we continue here, a very short thing I'd like to read. You know how much I love IMDb's synopses? Oh my gosh, yes. Because <laughs> I'm assuming, much like Wikipedia, folks contribute. Lincoln Hawk, Stallone, is a struggling trucker who's trying to rebuild his life. After the, after the death of his wife, he tries to make amends with his son, who he left behind years earlier. Upon their first meeting, his son doesn't think too highly of him, until he enters the nationwide arm wrestling competition in Las Vegas. Uh, written by Hotshot Harder at Hotmail dot blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Is that really what the name was? 
Yes. Oh my God. I didn't catch that. <laughs> I, I love that A, it's after the death of his wife that apparently the movie takes place, which is not the case because that's a plot point of the movie. going into the, uh, yeah, yeah, it's probably at yeah. the halfway point. Mm-hmm. And actually, his son doesn't think too highly of him is probably an understatement. And I would say that doesn't change by him entering the nationwide arm wrestling competition. Uh, no. But anyway, so, yes, that, was, that was a great synopsis. Yeah. So I made notes. I oh, made I did notes. too. Oh, I did too. I made lots of notes. So so I'm going to start with my first note. Let's okay. get this. Let's get this halfway. Hmm. Or, or. When we put emotions on the line, know that we are the time is That was so, beautiful. You know what I do? Do ter- yourselves a favor. Wait. Wait, wait do what? Do yourselves a favor, listeners. Go out right now. Pause this episode if you're not driving. Go out and no, look at No, if you're driving, YouTube. do that. If you're, yeah, it's fine. Pull over. Pull over on the highway. Look up. Meet me halfway, mm-hmm. Kenny Loggins, mm-hmm. and watch the video. Watch the music video. Watch the, I think it's actually an MTV2. <laughs> and then video. imagine that's Jason. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is so, it, it, it's exactly what you think of when you think an arm wrestling championship movie. It really is. It really is. And, and <laughs> you know what else it makes me say? You know what else it makes me say, Jay? He's got no shit in business there. He's got no shit in business there. No shit in business. No shit in business. No, um, not at all. So, yes, this this movie actually won a Razzie Mm. uh, for the movie that has a song played the most times. It's that's interesting. You bring that up because I really didn't notice it. Can you explain to me exactly what? Um, what? Well, they took the song. Yeah. Yeah. The main song by Kenny Loggins. Uh huh. I think they might have decomposed it. Decomposed it. Interesting. Yes, a couple of times. Um, but played the main theme. Like, I think it's notes. Hmm. Indicate what its song actually is to fit the mood. I, in. Didn't, I didn't catch that. Um, you have to really pay attention. It's only in certain parts of the movie that they, you know, replay it. Um, a couple of times, it seems slightly excessive. I wouldn't say completely, but um, really, meet me halfway here. Um, it just—I find it weird that you would say that because I didn't—I didn't really pick up on that too much. It, it's I, subtle. It was subtle. Yeah. Subtle. Yeah. Um, you know, but, this, this has got about twenty-seven more seconds. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, this is weird. I. I <laughs> I just don't know. It just kind of—I do feel sad. I feel sad right now. I feel sad. (laughs) Like I just want to work out with a sunset that never ends in front of my truck, doing toe touches with a one-armed cape. Yeah, what was that? Was that (laughs) the windmill toe touch? Because that's the kid went to military academy, and the dad's having to teach him how to do like basic calisthenics. Yeah. And so, what do they do? They go out and they go, oh. Left toe, right toe, <laughs> left toe. Well, because like, wait, wait, what the you know hell what? Is that? I'll tell you what it is, buddy. I'll tell you what it is. It's <laughs> dramatic. 
<laughs> when, they're, when they're silhouetted against the never-ending sunset. Wait, wait, by the way, lens flare. Did you catch a lens flare? Pretty confident no. this movie was early inspiration for Mr. J.J. Abrams. Because <laughs> there's a significant amount of lens flare. Uh, um, this is the shorter clip, by the way. 15 seconds to go. And... There was... Yeah. So tell me about more of your feelings about the... I gotta say, this is the most romantic song that I've heard for a movie about... About a boy and his father. Of a boy and his father and men who hold hands. Yeah, on on the road. Now, was it the, was it a Nambla convention they were going to at the end? <laughs> <laughs> okay, can I, can I get into that for... Can I actually jump into that now? Go for it. Okay, so... Uh, the whole idea of the father who's not there and the son playing, you know, playing the aloof and better than him and his father's mm-hmm. kind of a mm-hmm. blue collar worker and his, I get that. And we've talked about this in our episode. I with, said it like it was personal. Yeah. I get that. <laughs> I understand that personally. I was that kid. <laughs> literally. No, I was in a military academy. Uh, I was the dad. Um, yeah. no, so, <laughs> Um, no, but I mean, that makes, I get the, the, what they're trying to do with that. Okay. But the, 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 the execution of that, because we talked was about it in flawless. the, in Dutch, huh? It was flawless. The execution of that. Yes. Well, cause we talked about it with, uh, Ed O'Neill in yes. Dutch, you know, yeah. he's that character and they, they played that well because he played the, Oh, I'm blue collar worker, but really he turned out he was this rich guy yes. who worked his way to it. This <laughs> movie felt like. What was the movie with that we covered? And this has been a long uh, the, when he was the blind martial artist. Blind Fury, Rucker Hauer, Booyah. Yeah, that was that was the other um, really creepy movie like this. Oh, that's right. I remember that the whole thing with the kid. That yes. was awesome. The whole thing with the kid. So this movie, the biggest couple of things were uh, uh, they played it very well until the point where um, the grandfather takes back Michael. Right. Yes. And he's in the rich house because the kid ran away to him. First yeah, of all, the yeah. kid seems to be able to get into a taxi cab, airplane, airport, uh, into a convention center, a yep. Las Vegas hotel. All of those with no grown human beings questioning that a 12 year old kid. 13. 13. What the fudge ever? <laughs> he goes all those places with no one questioning. So, first of all, secondly, he's with his grandfather. He chose. Ran away. Mm-hmm. Sylvester Stallone is a Lincoln Hawk is at the funeral of his current wife because he even nope. describes her I, I, as such. He said he just said my wife when they asked him at the hospital. I think yes, he was lying. Wife. My wife. He's at the funeral. He just in the middle of the prayer turns around, walks off, and leaves. Mm-hmm. So he chooses to leave. Mm-hmm. At one point, he comes up to. Which, by the way, by the house. way, totally out of character for him. No, not at all. Because he doesn't, he wouldn't leave his kid like for 10 years. No, no. (laughs) Um, Was it just me or were you waiting for? Because I couldn't, well, you've seen it more recently. I kept waiting for, oh, is there a part where I remember that his grandfather paid him to leave in the beginning when he was, so there's some justification for him leaving his kid because he's kind of hiding it. He said it's the worst thing he's done. They literally never explain it. No, never. Except when Lincoln says, you turn us apart. And that was it. I so what it, so, okay. Oh, oh, oh! I get it, Link. You're a big pussy. <laughs> That's what it all makes sense now. You couldn't <laughs> take a little heat from gruff old Grandpa Joe. 
<laughs> so you had to go get in your big ass dual truck and ride under the sunset, the never ending sunset, where you do windmill toe touches to this. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, and and one arm push ups on the bumper. <laughs> and Not apparently, and apparently, you have a pulley system in your truck to keep your pimp hand strong. So, no. So, kid runs away with grandpa, goes to Rich Mansion, who I guess, what, is grandpa like a gangster? That was the other thing. I'm telling you, this is the movie of, this movie could, you know what, I, I wouldn't be shocked if Damon Lindelof <laughs> went back in time using the donkey wheel and wrote this movie because it has because, so many unanswered questions. No. Yeah, because because apparently Grandpa Rich Boy yes. has thugs. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, I, he had to be a gangster of some type. Rich. Yeah, yeah. it's not just that he's rich. It's yeah. not just that he's well, because they kind of played the angle at one point, like he's upper crust, white collar, too good for for Lincoln Hawk. Yeah. But at the same time, he's sending like kidnappers. Yeah. He's sending like these guys with the goatee. They're like, oh, uh, Mr. Cutler doesn't want to see you right now. And so he's like. Okay, let me see him. No, I told you, go away. So he's like, all right. Gets in his truck, backs up, smashes through the gate, yes. smashes through the front door yes. of said mansion. Well, you know. Goes in, you can't keep me away from my son. And the son's like, yeah, no. And then that's when they call the cops I really got some Mary Kay cosmetics I want to show you. <laughs> so um, this is where it gets awkward because the that, time This is that where it gets awkward. This is the one point. Yeah. This is, this Not is the, the whole scene in the truck where he's showing him the pulley system and lines such as you really got to put your your arm into it. You really got to all in the wrist. Yeah, it's all in the wrist. Yeah, you got to pull body into it. Yeah, that wasn't awkward. No, that wasn't awkward. No. The most awkward point is where after he crashes into the mansion. Yeah. Police come and put him in jail, mm -hmm. and then the I guess the secretary mm -hmm. introduces him himself as the secretary to Mister Cutler. Yeah, says, I'm, I'm Mister Cutler's secretary. Of what? Yeah, right. Of I didn't state? get that. Like what? When you have a he's assistant, his accountant. Yeah. None, no, he looked like an accountant because he had the big glasses. But yeah, attorney, whatever. He says, give up the boy and we'll drop the charges. So then the boy, he says, I want to talk to my son. The boy comes in. They have their peace. The boy says, it's better if we separate ways. So he's settled at that. He goes into jail. Uh, he gets released because they dropped the charges. The montage now is Lincoln Hawk driving cross country, heading to Vegas. Hmm. Boy. Wait, 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 what did you say, Jason? What, what was that? What, what did you say? He, he was driving cross country. No, no, before that, before, before that. Uh, montage. Even Rocky had a montage. Even Rocky, and Rocky didn't have a montage. So I think it's in Stallone's contract. Any uh, and I'm pretty confident. This is, uh, one thing I do want to point out. I made this note. This has the distinction, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. Of being the first and maybe only film in the Stallone pantheon. Of great, awesome montagey '80s movies that began with almost a montage. It it, it bordered yeah. on it. You could argue, uh, it in fact, was a montage. 
I'd argue it was. Yeah. I'd argue it kind of started with a montage. Yeah. yeah. I mean, normally um, a montage, I believe at some point you have to cut to two characters having a conversation, but you can't hear the dialogue and then one of them laughs. Yeah, yes. I believe that's a requirement. <laughs> However, that did not happen. No. And you there were, were no there were no popsicle moments. No. But no but, but, but no, but you did in fact have this sense of a passage of time. And that's really what a montage is about. It's about passage of time because you don't actually want to write substantive scenes where characters are deep enough to create a real bond. So you show a passage of time. And you have no dialogue during that time. But you do, but you can't hear it. Yeah, you see their lips. But yeah, yeah, it's like the end credits of every 80s cop show. Okay, so I want you to suspend this movie for a moment. Okay. Put this movie to the side. I'm there. We're now talking about a romantic movie. And so said man Mm -hmm. and said woman have parted ways. I can't take it. They realize they're not meant for each other. They're Mm. star-crossed lovers. It's not quite working out. Sad. Sad montage Mm. of the man traveling off into the distance. He knows. He misses her. It's yeah. this scene. She's in the house. She's looking through old things. She's mm. so sad. It's uncomfortable. She digs up some old letters and finds something she's never seen before. Mm. It's letters he's written her all these years. Yeah. Letters she wrote that said how much he missed her, how much he loved her, how much his life was not complete wow. without her. Yeah. And as she reads through these letters, she realizes her love for him is so real. And it always has been. Yeah. All she wants right now is to be with him. And she realizes, I've made a mistake. I love him so much. Oh. Oh, my God, I need him. That moment, that's the moment this kid has. (laughs) And that ain't right, man. Because that face he makes... He's reading those letters from his dad. I I actually, I'm not joking. Wait, wait, wait. In my notes. Ready? Wait. Kid finds letters. My first note is mother's purse. She hid them. Like I figured the, I figured the grandfather would have been the one that hid the letters. All these years. Totally explains why the mother hid the letters. Because her husband. In a little fold of her purse. Not even a purse. Like a little. Yeah. Kids reactions to the letters. Like he. Like that's all I could come up with. I was trying to find a description for the look on his face, but now that you said it, it's it's as if he got a letter from me. his yeah. <laughs> it was a romantic moment. It really was son. Yes, and it was, and then of course that's exactly film the romantic movie runs off to be with her lover. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cross country montage. Well, that goes to that, university. Wait, wait, that happens. It does. Wait, I know. Doesn't it actually happen to also? Oh. Uh, I just blew out my yeah. ear, own eardrum on that one. That was good. So, kid runs cross country, meets up with his dad yeah. at said uh, championship in Las Vegas. Which that is- was the most romantic thing of the entire movie. It really was. It really was. And I did want to hit on that that wonderful championship scene. Now, actually, did you know, I believe that was, in fact, a real arm wrestling championship? Well, funny you should mention that, because one of the things that I know 
you probably know this, but I looked it up after I watched the movie. The guy that plays his main foil, mm-hmm. who is Bull Hurley, he's the undefeated. Um, you mean this guy? Act. He's got no shit in business there. He's yes. got no shit in business there. No Thank shit you, in business Bull. there. Other than uh, he was half the size of Bull. Yeah, uh, well, actually, Bull Hurley plays the what seven-time undefeated. Yeah, I think for five. No, five champion. years is something effective, like five years running. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Which. Uh, who was played by Rick Zumwalt, who really was the heavyweight world champion arm wrestler, uh, arm wrestler, um, who sadly died at like age 50, which is pretty much, I I'm not happy. Obviously that the, the man is no longer with oh, us. I'm just happy that I can make these, uh, subsequent jokes that I'm going to make without fearing that. Cause he's gigantic day, and could snap you yeah, like, like a, a twig, like a twig. It would yeah, be, like it a- would hurt. Like it a dry really wake. He, remember, he reminded me of was a big boss man. Wasn't that the professional wrestler? He had that similar. Yes. Yes. Uh, the guy that was like the cop. Looking, yeah. Yeah. Yes. He had that similar vibe, except. Is it just me or did his arms actually look double the diameter of Sylvester Stallone? Like yeah, literally they were muscular, double. though. I mean, they were they were like the big kind of fat. I don't care. I don't care. They were it big slabs like of beef. Broken Stallone's arm. Yeah. At the femur, at his shoulder. At he the femur. Just, that's how. That's how strong he was. He would be arm wrestling, and Stallone's femur would break. Break his leg. Yeah. <laughs> it snaps. Ow! That sucks. Uh, I'm sorry. He's humorous. <laughs> he would. He just looks like there's Which, by no the way, way Stallone. Interesting would be word. The, the interesting. You say humorous because that's what this movie was not. <laughs> So the 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 scenes with him with with Bull yes. Uh, but he was, a quick side note about Bull. Early on, when Stallone is confronted, the first time we see him arm wrestle, which I might point out, the only time other than when he tries to humiliate his own child in public, <laughs> is the only arm wrestling moment up until the very end. Do you, do you realize that this movie positions itself as being all about arm wrestling, and there's literally one arm wrestling scene near the beginning. After he gets his kid. Yeah. Which I would argue uh, yeah. was the worst arm wrestling scene because the guy that plays what mad dog or whatever. You he know, was that, supposed was, to be, that was smasher. Wasn't it? Uh, sm- okay. Smasher. Okay. Yes. He, he sits down to arm wrestle Stallone. Mm-hmm. Stallone comes up with the worst face. It's like Wait. psycho killer. No, eyeball. no. Let me explain to you. This is what happened. Gotta go to work. I gotta go to work. But then he gets this like effed up eyeball looking. You gotta watch the the scene, but it's crazy. And that's the only thing other than he sees a couple of giant kids in the arcade next to Mario Brothers, the video game, on a pinball machine and says, Hey, but I bet you tend to one odds. My boy can uh, beat you in arm wrestling. And the kid says, Wait, wait, the, the big kid says this. Kid, if I couldn't beat you, I'd kill myself. <laughs> and I really can't blame him, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you pretty um, much want to punch mullet, fa- mullet, mullet head in the face. That's <laughs> mullet head, which unfortunately we don't get to see him kill himself because, yes, indeed, <laughs> he loses. Well, After... no, no, wait, wait. First, he beats Mikey Hawk. 
Mikey Hawk. <laughs> he beats him. <laughs> the kid runs out crying, which, by the way, one of the most moving. I mean, I, I this is what I heard the whole time. It's probably because that's what actually that's because that's what it was playing on the soundtrack. But it was very, very moving. His tears, I would say, were how can I put this? It was like when my toddler gets like a little bump, you know, just bumps like a couch and notices you happen to be making his eyes locked with yours, making eye contact. He's totally not hurt, but then he fakes it badly. Kind of how that moment was. <laughs> kind of. But, but of course it was to this music, which it, it immediately changed everything. Ready? Because at that moment, he's running out crying. Grandmother said you were always a loser. Now you're trying to make me one and I hate you for it. And that's when he says, Mike, I don't care what your grandfather thinks of me, okay? All I care about is you. But then he says, you're like, you're spoiled, weak, yeah. uh, rich. Uh, but by the way, case uh, you know, I didn't uh, kill your self-esteem enough earlier by uh, humiliating you in public, you're kind of a pussy, Mike. Yes. And, uh, like, now get back in there. You beat yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you don't make, pussy. Don't, get in there and don't, fight. And don't he's make like, me smack you around, Mikey. I'll do this for you, Dad. And he goes back in and beats the kid but twice. No, but you know why? There, there's a, there's a, it technically is Lincoln's fault. He knows that there's a very simple magic trick involved, a formula. Oh, yes. We could not talk about this movie without this trick. When you're going to arm wrestle someone, Jason. Yes. There's only really one way you can beat someone. No matter if basic physics have to be defied. No, no. Because they outweigh you by 50 to 100 pounds and are significantly taller than you. So the leverage... It's completely, you have no advantage whatsoever. But there is one thing you can do. I bet you don't know this trick. That will, in fact, make it possible for you to beat anybody in arm wrestling. It's it's like a a flip a switch and uh, become somebody else. Somebody who's a winner. uh, Oh, wait, wrong quote, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He hurry up, he, hurry up. He, 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 no, it's okay. He turns his hat, he turns his hat around. He does, he does. And that, I, I would have to say this, the scenes that they have Lincoln Hawk speaking to the camera because they're interviewing all of the finalists. Okay, oh, you mean like this one? Tell you the truth, the truck is uh, you know, the most important thing for me. I, I don't really, it doesn't matter if I uh, become the champion. Oh, for the love of God, spit it out, man. That's not the most important. I I need this truck. And he sounds, now, now, he sounds you, like a blabbering, what, blithering idiot. Well, wait, wait, wait. So this is, they're being interviewed, the finalists for the armor. So let's just jump to this. So we know he turns his hat around. That's how he wins. Yes, because that's how he flips the switch to become tough. Like with a, wait, no. yeah. uh, like a turn into a machine. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. So... So now that's his quote. So he's all like, hey, you know, I don't, I don't care about none of this. I need this truck. The truck, the I, truck. I, it doesn't matter. So, so that's him. This is the guy he goes against. I drive truck, break arms, and arm wrestle. It's what I love to do. It's what I do best. Oh, Jason, it turns out it wasn't you. It was him. It was, it was him. And, yeah, and, he, and, he, and he says stuff like this. Being number one is everything. There is no second place. Second sucks. Hmm. 
indeed, Bull, indeed. And then, <laughs> I like to belong on my arm resting table. That's my area. That's my game. He's got no shit in business there. Indeed, indeed. And, and for one final moment. And all I want to do is hurt him, cripple him, get him off the table. And so he never dares try to compete against me again. See, here's a key. I don't doubt a word that man just said. <laughs> I and he's got go- no shit in business being there with him. I pretty much can tell you, if I were in Lincoln's position, this is a good good lesson for all the kids in the audience. You notice the difference in the tone of Lincoln's talk <laughs> and Bull's talk. Yeah. <laughs> Bull wasn't bullshitting, okay? No. Bull would, in fact, tear your arm out of its socket, free from the flesh, and then beat you to death with it. Yeah, and and you know he has Lincoln no. Lincoln just really wants the truck. Yeah, and and Bull has no. Uh, 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 he's not. He knows he's going to do it. He he has no qualms about There's it. No it's doubt. like, um, yes, no, I'm going. I'm going to, I'm going to kill, kill you. I'm going to and just it's kill going you. To hurt. Yeah, it's going to hurt. It's, it's and then after I'm like, done, I'm going to have sex with your corpse. It's going to look like the scene from The Fly when I break yeah. your fucking arm in half. Yeah. And it's and, yeah, that's and it. then and then I'm going to take you home and let. All, all of my children eat you. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat his children. I'm gonna, <laughs> yes, ludicrous. I'm so, gonna eat his children. No, no, I'm doing Mike, Mike Tyson here. Remember when he was in the? Yeah, I'm gonna eat his children. His children? What? <laughs> what are you talking? About? <laughs> he sound loud. Never mind. Okay. So yes, <laughs> you sound like Joe Pesci. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! <laughs> they fuck you at the dry door, okay? I'm going to break your arm. Yeah. That's ludicrous. <laughs> I never realized how close those two were together. Actually, now you say that. They're pretty close. Yeah. Pretty close. Um, so <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, it ends in all kinds of crazy when the weirdest ending, hmm. I got to tell you, this part disturbed me. <laughs> this the kid part. runs away, gets to the arm wrestling competition. By His stealing dad a truck, there. no one stops him. Getting on no, an airplane, no. no one stops him. Taxi, hotel, luggage, buys his way into the, sneaks under the bleachers, gets, yeah. makes his way there. Dad is about to go on against Bull. Yep. He starts giving his, I give up, I can't beat him. And the kid mm. gives him his, you know, he regurgitates the, yes. you're a pussy speech um, <laughs> back to him. Yeah. Um, Dad goes for the magic move, the other magic move, not the hat backwards, but the, if I rotate my wrist mm-hmm. and put my fingers over the top, over the top of the other guys. Yeah. Thumb. Would you've ever tried that? It hurts like a son of a bitch That's and it the- actually doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> I lost more arm wrestling competitions in middle school than I can be. <laughs> so, so dad does that wins. Mm. Michael runs up to him. He holds him up. Yes, it's kind of a Rocky moment. You know, everybody's cheering. Dude, it was the end of Rocky, and he was Adrian. The kid was Adrian. And Grandpa looks on because he walks up to Michael at one point, catches him, Mm -hmm. and said, after this match, we're leaving. I like, why would you just take him now? What? Yeah, exactly. The whole time, he's he's a douchebag because he's going to take Michael away, and he's like, after this, we are going home, young man, yeah. and you are I'll going you to what. your room. You are in big trouble, young man. <laughs> what the hell was that after, about? After so, after you get exactly what you wanted and came for, 
Right, right. I'm going to punish so, you. So he wins. Michael runs up into his arms. He holds Michael up. Some For some reason, uh, the trophy isn't held by an official. They pass it up crowdsourcing style. Like it, it crowd surfs across the uh-huh. up to him. And Grandpa looks at him and just kind of goes, mm, and nods his head. Yep. And kind of, and that's it. Yep. And then we're supposed to think that at that moment, after all this shit that's happened, yeah. simply because he won. Yes. Grandpa's that, like, yes. All Dude, right. You're good now. It's the you magic of arm wrestling or wrestling <laughs> as it's known in these parts. And did you notice that some, Probably for not. some reason, for some reason, what grandpa had the presidential suite at the mm. arm wrestling competition? Because remember, he says, uh, Mr. Cutler would like to see you. He's in the presidential suite. How exactly? He already the- had that reserved? Well, yeah, he doesn't have it reserved. How did he beat the kid there? I mean, even if he took a helicopter <laughs> right from his place. Private jet. But I go back to, says, he would have had to plane. get. Let's take the private plane. Yeah, but they would have had to go to the place where the private plane was I know. parked. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm assuming it was the same airport the kid got to, which they made it seem as if it was quite a ways away. Yep, cross country, I assume. Because uh, he drove, because the he drove this, the quite a bit. Progressed. Yes. Yeah. Which, by the way, the, act, was, no, the actor no, that played the hold on the actor that played the kid. Do you know how old he actually was when he made this movie? David Mendelhall. Yeah, Mendenhall or whatever. Uh, no, fifteen. Okay, so he was actually fifteen. He was supposed to play like thirteen, twelve. Yeah. yeah. But I would have if they hadn't said his age, I would have thought he was 11, 12. But he seemed I was great. thinking like 10 or 11. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. But um, a very boyish face. But so grandpa's not only there before him in the presidential suite mm-hmm. enjoying a cocktail. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He also had time to purchase the state of the art tractor trailer <laughs> yeah. that was waiting in the parking lot. Well, he, well, of course, he could have done it on his cell phone while he was on. The, oh, wait. This is 1987. No. This is 87. No. Oh, he used it. He, he, he ordered it on his tablet. Oh, wait. No. <laughs> the computer on the. Oh, he's, he had his internet. Oh, wait. No. <laughs> <laughs> so the end of it was a love scene. It was, okay, now we're going to go off and run a trucking company together, honey. Let's call it Hawk and Wife. I mean, <laughs> Hawk and Son. Yeah, it was, oh, it was okay. odd. Yeah. <laughs> it was interesting. If you don't believe me, watch it. And here's the key. I don't care. I still <laughs> have a bizarro. I, I totally accept that the movie uh, has problems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let me ask. Overall, what did you think? If I'm rating it out of on a scale of five VHS rental tapes. I would give it as an actual real movie, maybe two tapes as a nostalgic. I just really enjoy the hell of it. And I can't really explain it. I give it a three and a half tapes. Okay. So what I would ask is Mm -hmm. as we rate these, especially as we rate, you know, the things from our youths, 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 rate it on entertainment level, not as a critic, how entertaining was this movie still for you? How much did you enjoy it watching it now? I'd say I'd say I'd give it three, three tapes. Inter, inter, entertainment wise. Yeah. I still really liked it. Yeah. 
I still wouldn't hate owning this no, on. Yeah, it, it's it's one of those movies. It's bad. It's bad, but it's enjoyably bad. And it's not like a mega piranha kind of bad. No, no, no. It's it's straight up. You know, very cheesy eighties. Yeah, There's yeah. definitely some some predictable moments, yeah. but um, and Stallone's very understated in this. Like he he really doesn't. I think that was actually the problem, and it probably would have no emotions. Yeah, no he was emotions. very subdued. Very. Yeah. It was almost. Did you ever see Copland? Yes. Yes. He, when it he was reminded me of and, that character. Like that's what happened to the, that's what happened to Lincoln. Yeah, he didn't actually have a yelling, real good yelling, angry moment. Yeah, he, he was never got good... tense. Yeah, there's no anger no. or rage under the surface. Nothing. Just it's very zen truck driver. Yeah, sort yeah, of. You know, I just uh, look at my kid. Yeah. Yeah. You're smarter than me. You could drive this truck. Yeah, let yeah. me put you in, in the driving then, steering wheel me, of a me, ten thousand pound truck. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna let you drive the truck, and then I'm gonna say, uh, you know, uh, things that uh, could be taken sexually. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, you know, keep your hands on it. And you, uh, you gotta put your whole body into it and control it. Or, or he's in jail and says, "I got something inside of me. I got a gift to you, but I gotta do it in person." <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that. <laughs> we really have issues. <laughs> we do. <laughs> no, listen I, to it. Just, just listen to like, it. Like here's said, the key. The- this is why I love these movies. Because no, it is why. Because for love, it's there's a sincerity there that yeah. that if you'd made that movie now and all that was there, it would be totally intentional, tongue in cheek, ironic. Yeah, you know, they would be meant exactly as it sounded, it, creepy. <laughs> but the fact that this was in te- not intentional, the fact yeah. that they just thought that it's a sweet story between this guy and his son. It it makes it somewhat endearing because of the sort of innocence. Like, sort of like whoever decided that uh, we are the um, world. No, no, we we are making a movie that is very machismo, uh, lots of testosterone. It's about arm wrestling, and it's major manly. It's got to be about being mm. tough. It's a boy, yeah. his, his dad. Yeah, yeah. Let's get Kenny Loggins to do this. When we burn emotions. Yeah. All right, I got one last note. Yes. Can I give you one last note? Sure. Is it gonna be out? Is it gonna be falsetto? No. Okay. It's straight up soprano. Do you remember when they re-released the the original Star Wars toys in like the nineties? Yep. Luke Skywalker and yep, stuff. Yep. Yep. And they looked like they were steroid. Yeah, I hated those. They pissed me off. Gigantic, super muscular. Yes, it Luke. pissed me off. Right. He was blonde, little wussy boy, but they made him. Okay, so that is exactly what happened when you look at the uh, movie poster for Over the Top. Stallone was muscular strong in this movie. 
he was not muscular strong like they made him out to be on the poster or the DVD cover, and he wasn't as big as he would eventually get when he did Rambo. Well, no, he already had done Rambo at this point. Had he done Rambo? Oh, yeah, Rambo Rambo 2 came out in 85, so. No, no, 3. Maybe I'm thinking 3, because he was bigger in 3. Yeah, Rambo 3 came out in 88, I believe. Yeah, 88, 89, somewhere in there. 88? 88, right, right. And um, when he did um, Rocky Balboa, when he was clearly much bigger, he did Rocky 5. Um, I'm sorry, not Rocky Balboa, Rocky Five. Oh, when he did God, Tommy Gunn, abomination, suck ass. But he gained a lot of weight by then, and he looked more like they made him look on the cover. Yeah. Of the like more of, like he looked more like Cliffhanger Stallone. Yes, yes, like early nineties. Well, I wonder maybe he was that because he he did even though he showed some of his arms and whatnot, he was for the most part clothed in this. Movie. If he was, but if he was really ripped at that point. I blame the director or cinematographer, whoever, because they they sincerely did not make him look like he was that strong. And the other guys, like the guy that drank the quart of motor oil, oh, what wait, the hell wait, was that? Wait, this guy? When I get to the table, that person, I don't care who they are, they're my mortal enemy. I hate them. That guy? So to show he's tough, they show him popping a pint of Valvoline and drinking it. You would die. I'm sorry. It's not tough. It's you would die. <laughs> wait, wait, no, and then no. later it's cute because he drinks alcohol. Oh, well, yeah, but that was for the product placement because the <laughs> other guy whose name I cannot remember. So I just put him down in my sound <laughs> cart as Alka-Seltzer, who says this. My whole body is an engine. This is a fire plug and I'm going to light him up. Yeah. Notice how, by the way, I like to point out every single guy that was in the competition other than Lincoln Hawk. Sounds tough and confident. Yeah, and uh, fire plug is actually where water comes out and puts the fire out. So if you're a fire plug, you're not going to light him up. Oh, come on. Yeah, he wears a shirt that says Alka Seltzer across it. Let's see, real quick, my final my final note was I didn't realize how product placement heavy this was. I caught Alka Seltzer that is used by the Valvoline drinking guy. Yeah, yeah. On a t shirt. Yep. And let's see here. We had Brute. Cologne yeah. on the side of a truck, armor all, close up, him spraying a Michelin tire with armor all. Somebody that armor all was straight up commercial. They oh, could have cut that it out. It was almost as put, if at one point you expected him to hold it in such a way to turn the camera yes. to smile. He's, <laughs> he's polishing like his Mintos. tires with this perfectly turned. Oh, yeah, perfect. Yeah. Like it was awkward. Like he it was like as if the spray wasn't meant to go that way. Yeah. <laughs> and then did you catch the Soloflex t shirt? Yes. I said, oh, I forgot all about Soloflex. That's awesome. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was product heavy. The only yeah. thing I was surprised is they didn't show like a big, although to be fair, the truck that he won was a Volvo, but I'm surprised they didn't show like a big Peter Belt. Uh, the Peter truck Bilt was a or, Volvo? Uh, like, as in the, like a Volvo Volvo? They're the boxy, was, but they're good. they were competing for? Yeah. That, yeah, Volvo makes tractor yeah. trucks. That, but that was the big I find sign. that disappointing. It was, it was I just picture like this family sedan type car. Oh no, they make so does like I think Mercedes also makes like big trucks and they also make helicopter engines too, but um that's more international. Anyway, I expected it to be Mac or Peterbilt, you know, big American truck mm-hmm. company, but everything else was in it product placement. So mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, wow. That was a ride. So, anyway. And of course, this was Directed, we didn't really talk about that, by 
Mr. Is it Globus, I believe? Golan? Well, yeah. Uh, Menham Golan was, yeah. Golan Globus were the producing team. He was yeah. directed by Menham Golan. Yes, I always get that. But they did a butt ton of action movies. In the, yeah. I mean, a crap ton. <laughs> And yeah, he, Death Wish, yeah, they were connected to Death Wish. I'm real quick scrolling through this because I like all the titles. Well, he directed Delta Force, Enter the Ninja. Um, they executive uh, produced the Night of the Living Dead remake. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he did oh, quite a bit. Oh, remember the Forbidden Dance? That one played, it was La Bamba and the Forbidden Dance. Those two movies came out at the same time. <laughs> yeah. The Robert England Phantom of the Opera, Cyborg. Which, oh. This is saying something. Possibly the worst Jean-Claude Van Damme movie that came out during his peaking time when he was starting to become a big action star. That movie is god awful. <laughs> yeah, I mean they did a crap ton of movies. Yeah, they, they did a bunch, producing and directing. Bloodsport. So. Yeah. Masters of the Universe. Mm, no. Produced Masters of the Universe. Really? Yep. Yep. Yeah. The wow. Frog Prince. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, Invaders from Mars, Cobra. Yeah, I knew they had done they had done a few of Stallone's. I knew that. Yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff, man. Going bananas. King Solomon's Minds. <laughs> Going bananas also starred David Men uh, Mendenhall. Did it uh, really? Yes, which if you didn't recognize, one of the things I pointed out about David, or I, I made a note and looked up later. Um, he played Michael. David Mendenhall played Michael in the the kid in this, and I'm like, have I seen him somewhere? I didn't recognize his face, but he was uh, a voice in many of the Transformers episodes. His voice sounded familiar to me. He had that and voice. Was, of... I'll tell you where you heard him. You ready? Uh huh. He was Brother Bear in the Berenstain Bears. Oh, okay. Yeah, the TV series, all the Berenstain Bears. He was also in Rainbow Bright. Ah. Oh. TV series, and he was I, in I don't Transformers. know why I said that like I knew. <laughs> uh, oh. He was in Transformers, yeah. Um, so he's done a lot of TV stuff, a lot of TV stuff. He's in General Hospital for a while and, and a few others. So he doesn't, hasn't done many feature films, but his voice was very familiar. It's just his, you know, his, his boyish look that threw me off. But, mm. So... Yes, that was good stuff. So, Jay, are you ready to, I don't know, share maybe... Uh, your flicks movie pick oh i'm so ready okay share it then <laughs> we don't have we don't have music or well, maybe we do and maybe i added it in later <laughs> ah exciting so <laughs> yes i thought it would uh come back on our 90th episode with a uh, pretty standard for me uh, i will get crap. more creative as we go along um crap. i wanted you came to... back with crap i no. i came you... back with a music connection uh, of course you do. So Giorgio Morador, who did uh, Marauder, Morador, Marauder, I don't know. The guy that, that did all the music for One Ring. Yes, not the One Ring that binds them all. <laughs> um, he's the one that did all the music for this film, and, and even the uh, Kenny Loggins music, he wrote it. And there's a, you know, he's done a lot of music stuff. He also, he also did the music for another classic that you will know for its music. Hmm. He did several songs in. Superman three with yeah, Richard. I've Pratt, really tried to block that one out, which was much earlier 83. But let me tell you, that's another, 
classic 80s film but forgotten i think other than when we talked about it with daryl taylor yeah other than us talking about it totally forgotten <laughs> yeah so <laughs> because people want um, it to be which uh of course was uh the next to worst christopher reeve superman movie um ever so was that Richard your pick that was my pick yes superman so, 3 are you freaking kidding me we've no, gone for George six months we're gone for six months and you come back with friggin' Superman three. I I put a lot of thought into that. <laughs> oh well, um interesting uh side note, my pick will be let's see. Um I'll just first blood. <laughs> no. Um hmm. Let's see. What's another movie that we've already covered? And sucks. No, oh, Garbage Pail Kids has nothing to do with this movie whatsoever. But based on Jason's criteria, it counts. Oh, no, but okay. But listen, the same guy did music from The Money Pit, Quicksilver. Uh, um, he did Armed and Dangerous, Top Gun. Wow. wow. So you're saying a who's who of shitty movies? <laughs> Never Ending Story Two. Whoa, is that the one with Jack Black? <laughs> He also did Never Ending Story. He actually did the, the music. Never Ending Story. Oh, ne Jack Black ah. was in three. Oh yes, he wrote that. Oh, wow. Well, I take it all back then. Should. I love Suck it. I love, it back in. Yeah, I will. Especially since you completely derailed my point, which is, has nothing to do with the guy. as to do with Superman 3. You could have picked Never Ending Story. I'd have been fine with that. You picked Superman no. 3. It's almost like you you did before we got on. You just went to the friggin' site at ForgottenFlix.com. And you just scrolled through. And you just, um, what have we covered? Oh, it's been a long time since we did. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's a connection here. Okay, I'll do Superman 3. <laughs> we didn't technically cover it. The whole point we of the pick is a good pick. We we're telling it. people. We're trying to say to people, hey, guys, guys, gals, of course. <laughs> Here's a movie you might like. Here's a movie that's interesting to us, to me. <laughs> By seeing this movie, you're saying you kind of like me. That you agree on some weird level with me. So anybody that watches Superman 3 isn't going to mm -hmm. like you, Jason. They're going to hate you. For starters. <laughs> for seconders, it was a lazy pick. I'm just going to say it. It was not! It was a lazy ass pick. He did like most of the music, like well, all the music. <laughs> he produced it. He wrote it. That's not That's the, huge. That has nothing to do with it. It's nothing to do with it. I'm sure if you really I, wanted to, you could have gone through the whole production crew of Over the Top and found some friggin' grip that worked oh, on some oh. other movie we covered already <laughs> and made that your pick, and I would be just as annoyed. <laughs> you son of a bitch! I could have picked Flashdance. That would have okay. been better. Although I think you've picked that one before. You wacky ass. All right. You know, he also did, just to be fair, he also did the music for Scarface. Again, not impressed. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> my pick. Oh, yes. This better be goddamn epic. That's all I got to say. This better be the best movie well, in I the 80s. I can tell you this much. Wait, wait. Clearly. I can tell you this much. I didn't get it from our blog. <laughs> I did I haven't been to our website in God knows how long, so don't even tell me. So, so I didn't go there to get it. It Come actually on, required, I don't know, a modicum of thought on my part. <laughs> Come on now. Come on. Let's hear it. What is it? Wait. Because when I said the title, it's not a porn film. 
No, no. Oh, no. No qualifiers. What is this awesome, amazing, super connected film you picked? Uh, Okay. It's from 2009. (laughs) It's not over the top. Nope. It's sitting on top, right? (laughs) No, but it's called... (laughs) It's called Pooling John. (laughs) Uh, Okay, wait. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm not joking. Hold on. It's called I cut shit for <laughs> Superman 3 yes. and your pick is pulling John. Yes. <laughs> oh. Okay. Uh, All right. Okay, it, it stars. Um uh, let me finish. Okay. It's <laughs> it's a documentary about arm wrestling and it's very connected to over the top because it's actually focused on a guy named John Bresnick or Brezink, who for 25 years was the undisputed world champion of arm wrestling. And he, in fact, is in over the top because that final championship scene was an actual championship. And I believe that's the first time he ever won it was there. He, Which one was he? He's uh, they show him like for a split second. He's wearing a, a yellow shirt. He has feathered hair. He does not look at all like the other guys. He's very unassuming. Looks like he could just be some guy who'd move your furniture. I mean, he just does not... He's not really? huge. Yeah. It's a... In all seriousness, we saw this documentary about a year and a half ago, and it's really cool because they follow a couple other wrestlers as well. There's a guy from Russia who has this dream of being... And this guy's big, like Lou Ferrigno big. And there's another, there's a couple other people. There's the, the one young American guy who's real cocky and arrogant yeah. and, you know, kind of a little Johnny from the, the Cobra Kai, a little Johnny Lawrence attitude type of thing. At one point you're like, I just want to get to see this guy ass kick, but because it was a do- well done documentary at some point he is humanized on some level, but it's really, I found it to be a very enjoyable documentary and much better story and more engaging than over the top no 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 offense sly Bull hurley in it i don't recall him being i'm looking at the credits real quick here i don't see his name because he, he died in 2003 no he wouldn't have been because they may have shown a clip of him but he died in 2003 this came out in 2009 so it wasn't a oh, yeah. no okay. they could have done something from his earlier career i don't remember there being anything uh it's possible though and they do show a couple things from when they were making the over the top they don't show sly but they do talk about that and and how it had this big impact. But just real quick, the uh, IMDb synopsis, John Bresnik is troubled by when to call it quits. Should he retire when he is on top or wait until someone takes his title? After 25 solid years of total world domination, John Bresnik is aware that his dethroning may be near. He just doesn't know the cause. God, I don't know who wrote this. As the prodigal arm wrestle, wrestler, <laughs> wrestle, Bresnik excelled in a way that seemed Humanly impossible. <laughs> Hungry for the best arm wrestling competition. What's he going to eat the guy? Uh, Brisink <laughs> traveled the world beating every opponent with a humble, and this is true, with a humble and understated character. His legend supersedes him in the hearts of arm wrestles in over 120 countries. Among the super warriors of arm wrestling are two titans from op- opposite ends of the world, bonded by one defining goal to beat John and then afterwards get into the showers and pull John. <laughs> Pull his John, I guess. <laughs> They're gonna be pulling John. <laughs> but no, it really was. It was a, it was a really good documentary. Highly All recommend. Right. You know, you do not have to be into arm wrestling to like it. It's it, because he really is this very humble, 
self-effacing kind of guy. He does not come across as, you'd think somebody who is that dominant would be just a kind of a douche about it, but he's not. Yeah. So it was really cool. It was a good documentary. Is it, a, is it on Netflix? or is it, it was instant for a while. I have no idea if it's still on there or not. Okay. I would assume it is, but then again, we know how that rolls. So yeah. I'm going to have to look it up now because that actually sounds interesting. <laughs> it's not as good as Superman 3. Of course not. Ass hat. <laughs> that was, that's, a, that's a great I take it all back. It was a great pick. Douchebag. I, <laughs> I'm so glad to be back. <laughs> Aren't you I, now? <laughs> so on that note, Jay, uh, do you want to maybe, I don't know, hit him with a little uh, knowledge? And no, I'm not going to reuse the one from Offscript. <laughs> <laughs> no. Join our Facebook group on Facebook. We are Forgotten Flicks. It's Flicks with an X. Uh, you can find us online at ForgottenFlicks.com. Or most importantly, go find us on iTunes. Uh, just search Forgotten Flicks with an X on iTunes and uh, check out our reviews. Leave us a review if you think we're awesome. Yes. If you don't, don't write anything just skip jason's, over jason's fragile superman 3 love and ego can't take it shut up that whole slime part when they put the slime in the supercomputer and it melts and then it gets hot uh, and blows oh my god and richard pryor and his wacky shenanigans yeah when he's climbing down oh, and, it's, it's and great. i take it all back you're right the only <laughs> thing better than that would be quest for peace i'm really surprised you didn't go with that one no because that one's stupid I love that movie. Shut up. <laughs>